Smith from Awabakul, and today we are doing our first Pod podcast for the year, and what a podcast it's going to be. I am honoured and privileged to have two of Knight's legends, uh, Mr. Leo Denever and Brett Grogan, and I've wanted to do this for a long time. I've wanted to reminisce as a big Knight's fan, born and bred Newcastle, I've wanted to uh, chat about the 97 grand final year um so on my left and just to say uh, uh just on my left i am with the one and only the man that with the hands the man that you wouldn't thought was fast but he could move mr leo denover how are you brother good morning i'm well thanks how are you going i'm going good and on the right man that's probably doesn't need no introduction but i'll give him one mr brett grogan how are you brother good brother good uh, morning to everyone Yes, thank you. This is um, a night podcast, but we'll uh, we'll edit that out. No, that's a joke. We don't know if this is night or day. Uh, brothers, look, as I said, you know, it's been so this year. I think it's twenty five years. Yeah, since ninety seven. Um, I know that's only you know the comp wouldn't have started by now, but uh, ninety seven to mm. to that to twenty two. It's just twenty five years. Does it does it feel like it twenty five years ago? Yeah, it does. Look. Yeah, um, it's funny actually. We um, sit back and think where those years go. Um, all of us, obviously, <laughs> back then, um, how we were. So no, it's uh, been an amazing journey uh, for myself. It's been a lot of travelling, but um, I'm back and 25 years down the track. It uh, thing about Newcastle, it's uh, changed as mm. so many ways. Brett, yourself, um, 25 years. When I say that to you, it's 25 years ago. Yeah. To think um, the type of man you was, the type of life you were living, how does it feel now? Oh, you, you can't keep age at bay, but uh, friends are always there and everything else. I haven't left Newcastle, so I still get the, the odd comments and, and everyone congratulating us down the street because, you know, regular, uh, Hamilton and, and whatnot. So people, I think that era and that, that game itself just put, you know, us on the map and, and then also the community because it was a community year you know, sort of thing, so they all remember. And you can still see the shirt. So, mm. you know, young people these days and my little fellas, when people come up and say hello, it just, you know, it just makes you feel special, I guess. And it's those many years later, it's still happening. We're just kind of freaky, but it's good. The reason I wanted to get you on um, on the podcast today was, <clears throat> as I said, 25 years on um Watching it on TV as a spectator, uh, you know, I still get goosebumps when I watch old YouTube clips. Um, but I wanted to talk about the Indigenous flavour, the Blackfella flavour, because there was, there was yourselves, Owen Craigie, uh, Robbie O. Jason Moody. And Jason Moody. Mm-hmm. Was there anyone else? In the top grade? That was in the top grade, but we, yeah. had, we had close to 20 all the way through the grades. It was... Um, well, I don't know if you want to say flavour through the club, but Big Mulber was here. So it was, it was one of those oh, two years probably that we accumulated those number of players and Mulb. at In those days, Knights had, had the first dibs at the West and all the talent come out of the West and just up north as well. So 
Um, it's sort of skewered away from it at the moment, but hopefully we can get it back. Mm. Very special. Um, I'll start with you, Leo. Do you want to... Um, where are you from? So you're obviously Queenslander? Proud Queenslander? Very proud Queenslander. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm from an Aboriginal community called Sherberg. It's about uh, three hours northwest of Brisbane. Um, family's still there. Uh, one of 11 kids. Uh, 11? Got a, yeah, got about what six. What number? Number seven, <clears throat> I am. Um, That's around that appropriate spoiled bracket, is it? Nah, the one in the middle <laughs> that controls everything. Yeah. Oh, Control both yeah. sides. Hey, oh, makes sense that you're half back. So yes. I can make sense. So yes. In the middle is um, yeah. pretty good, but... Uh, Look, you obviously learn from your older siblings mm. and you're trying to guide it to the younger ones. Um, I've got about 60 nieces and nephews um, that lived there and just met in our family, the, our bloodline. It's uh, um, I'm a great-grandfather, so and I just met him last yeah. night on on a voice call. Yeah, so it was nice. Yeah, coming from Queensland, um, proud Queenslander, come to Newcastle um, and obviously known of Brett and also Owen that time. Uh, it was really nice to be part Sherberg, of um, for those who don't know much about it, how, how big of a, a town or a community? Is it a, a community yeah. or a town? It's an Aboriginal community, about <coughs> 2,000 people. Yeah, biggest in um, Queensland and, and the best in, in Queensland. So <laughs> yeah. We've had these wonderful conversations over the years with Brett coming from up far north. So. I'll pop in your guinea. Yeah, not that. This <laughs> fella. But you could, you could sort it. Picked that in his way that he looks, but yeah, yeah. Um, but now nah, it's uh, great to be part of, and at that time feeling comfortable coming here with fellow Queenslanders and and, and Murray Falls and Crew Falls. So when did you actually leave Sherberg? Uh, Ninety two, I left Sherberg. Ninety three, I ended up going to Brisbane uh, to play footy there. Oh, the under the Broncos. Mm. How old was you then? Eighteen. Eighteen. Mm. How did that feel, like being 18 and coming from Sherbrooke? Because I know, I know even a lot of blackfellas who come just from the country in New South Wales when they come to Newcastle struggle with the change because, you know, commu- if anyone's been to small communities out, out west and that, you're just closer, it's more everyone knows everyone and then coming into a bigger town and city, it's, it's just too much of a change for them. Yeah. How, did you, how did you handle that? Um, when I was five, I said to my family, I'm going to leave you. <laughs> I didn't know how or when, but I had this, uh, I guess, mindset as an early age that I'm going to go do something for myself. Uh, Travelling around from Western Queensland to, to Sherberg, um, an environment that, that I grew up in wasn't the, the ideal. Yeah. Um, so the escape and opportunity to get away was obviously rugby league and to go to the big smoke, which is Brisbane. Um, yeah, mm. well, was welcomed and I got the chance to go and I just left. All right, I'll, I'll come back because I don't want to get too much into the footy yet. Brett, yourself, uh, another Queensland, North Queensland, where are you from? Cairns. So half of the community or my mob is from Yarraba, mum's side. So that's Gugandi mob and then dad's um, up, sort of up tablelands of Cairns, Jabakai, but originally Cookie Cookie mob up in uh, Cookdown, Hofowl area. So strong communities. Um, Cairns is a particular place, very hot, as we know, but I knew I was leaving early. Muggy. Muggy, yeah, true. Um, I knew I was leaving early, about 11, 11 years old. I was going, and then my favourite team got in the comp in 88. I had to seal the deal, and I knew I was coming to Newcastle for sure. I've sort of a Newcastle fan since they came in. 
So, and you're the you're the youngest, aren't you? <laughs> youngest of ah oh, five. So four older sisters, <laughs> a very sport, you might say. Uh, very knowledgeable family as well. So, um, two of the eldest ones actually stay up stay up north, and and myself and Adele and Robin live in Brisbane, and and Adele lives here in Newcastle. So me and Adele um, have been here the longest mm. since the end of '93. So while I'm still chatting, um, tell me about your <clears throat> your footy career as a junior. You know, and when did you start? Obviously, you guys made rep teams and that, and then yeah. tell us up until the point you came to Newcastle. First of all, like, I wasn't allowed to play till fifteen. <clears throat> you didn't play footy till fifteen. <clears throat> yeah, no. Wendell Sailor and Butch Fat Nana, a few other players. We're all seven at Venice, and we go to church on Saturdays. So, um, Dad cracked after thousands <laughs> tries that um, you can go to church and then you can play footy on a Saturday afternoon. So um, that's the way it was, and and fifteens. Uh, uh, and how old was Wendell at that time? Yeah, Wendell's younger. We used to see we used to see each other at um, church camps during the year, at least <laughs> twice, three times a year, and cause havoc <laughs> at those camps. So um, the thing is, um, did you play any touch footy or did yeah, you play touch, school footy? Touch or? footy and I athletics. Mean, touch, yeah, touch footy um, in school and outside because the whole family was um, into the into the game. Hayley, Chicky, Sharon, all them—they're all Queensland reps. Debbie and all that, then and, and you know my sisters played, and, and then all my cousins played. They were all Queensland reps as well. So, touch was in it. Then athletics was the biggest thing in 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 school for me. That allowed me to travel to Fiji, America, and in the junior sides and and whatnot. And um, you know, eventually, had to make a choice. So, ninety one and year twelve, it's it's athletics or rugby league. I remember playing. The last so when you game say athletics, uh, obviously Australian junior side, sprinting, Australian side, yeah, one, two hundred, long jump and triple jump. What was your favourite and best? Ah, uh, triple event? jump and long jump was my favourites. That got me the Queensland side, yeah. What could you run the hundred? Best you ever ran the hundred? Ah, uh, clocked in America, ten nine. Ten nine? Yeah, it's not too bad. I probably did. 10-8 yeah. when you run on grass and then you run on tartan track but the tracks they have now it's just totally different feel and then the atmosphere so I think that was half adrenaline and just go for it those ba- those days um, out of the blocks out of the grass coming on grass or running on grass and you know just it's all technical stuff you know us we just get on the field and just run yeah. and that was the case until um, year 11 and 12 when it got a bit more technical and then the speed came and the times came down so she said, you started at 15. Uh, <clears throat> at what age then did you maybe show signs of, hey, I'm probably not too bad at this? 15. Uh, I went to a carnival, got picked in the merit side with the relatives. I had a star-studded team with relatives in it under 15s my first year and then under 16 straight and I got made it to the Queensland side. And then um, I had an opportunity to come to Brisbane. Yeah, that's... One of those, I don't like Broncos, but anyway, I stayed in North Queensland because um, a lot of good players in North Queensland and then uh, made Queensland schoolboys in 91 and Australian schoolboys from Cairns. So um, a few other players did that before me. So it can happen because the talent is up there. Talent's everywhere in Queensland. Yeah. But, um, and with the schoolboys, did you did England come here or did you go over there? No, we went to England. Yeah, we came to Sydney for a week and trained and then um, went to England for roughly a month. Uh, 91, so Michael Butner, Kenny Nagus, uh, oh, yeah. Sid Domic, Olgenik, uh, you know, a few other players. I remember you showing us that video. You were skinny, man. 
Whip it. I mean, you're not very tall, but you look like your legs are about six foot. Josado frame, you know. He from <laughs> Rarabar too, just quietly. But um, you know, I suppose that's the same with Nagas too. He had that long-legged... Is that just something Kenny, maybe yeah, Queenslanders have that long-legged Kenny look? was Bundaberg boy, so he Queensland too, but he ended up playing for New South Wales. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> but he went to Canberra. Uh, it's the same as Greg English. Let, well, let's not go there. Invitation <laughs> to go to Canberra as well, but no one wants to go to a cold place, so Newcastle was definitely the best choice. It's funny much. though, because if you went to the Broncos, then I end up there, would have been mates earlier. Yeah. But we met but it probably worked out better we for We met you. 91. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's funny you still got all 25 years or maybe how long? It's been 91. 30, 30 years. Mm. So I've known Brett for 30 years. Yeah. 29. Um, 20, I first 20, met, oh, met him or knew of him um, in Queensland. Yeah. But then to sort of think down the track. And yeah. over years, it's funny, we always met. We met in Fiji in, in 94. Mm. What was that for? There was the Sevens tournament Sevens over there. Um, Who was you playing for? I was at the Broncos. Bronx. Oh, yeah. He was here in the St. Was, George. And I was in the team. South came over. Chalk was there. Then, oh. um, yeah, then years later, you, you catch up again. So yeah. it's funny that the thorn yeah. it's always there. <laughs> no, I it's a good that. thorn because, you know, we've, 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 been, we've been mates and brothers for that long. It's yeah. thorn inside. You know, and the conversation certainly changed over the years, but. Um, the love's you. still there, you know, yeah. and it's oh, yeah. been from up home yeah. or from Queensland. But always, just a, yeah. just a short always story about Thorn on the side. We were up <laughs> straight <laughs> like Queensland schoolboys selecting. If we won the game, we were going in grand final rodeo. We were up 18 8. Uh, some certain number seven comes out and just demoralizes us. Then there's what, 1920 or something like that. He kicks it from the sideline. After the siren goes and beats us by one point. So we get one point for the game. Instead of two points, we're going to go and final. One point, we play for third. Ah. Yeah. And, that's what you, that's what you call and the thorn. team that beat you with that yeah. middle halfback, did, yeah. they, yeah. did they end up playing in the final? No, no, no. <laughs> we were Don't second have, last. So that's a thorn in the side. So did you know each other then in that game? Oh, well, we did yeah. after that. No, no. 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 That was I knew we knew of Brett. I knew of Brett because the manager for the Queensland schoolboys was my maths teacher in, in high school. Oh, okay. So he knew who was coming through, who made the Australian yeah. schoolboys, Queensland schoolboys, and obviously mm. Brett's name was yeah. there and what school he went he went to. Now, same as you, question you, Leah, um, when did you start playing footy and, and how did your football journey go to get to the Broncos? Oh, yeah. and then from the Broncos, just up into the Knights. Yeah, look, uh, I started when I was 12, uh, but I played soccer before that. Yeah. Um, and I thought I'd... Probably would play for me and you, but um, it's funny you, you grow up in the in the world and <clears throat> what purpose do you play or what role do you play mm. uh, in your family um, in any space? So, growing up with uh, with my family, uh, you, you try to get escape. Um, rugby league became that, uh, and I learnt to play rugby league by watching it on TV. So you, the objective why you do it. Um, so every Friday night I was watching a game and. I didn't have anyone to sort of teach me the game. I didn't grow up in that environment. My brother-in-law, obviously, was a good footballer in Sherberg. Went down and watched him, and then over time, you, you get to play football with your brothers and, and your brother-in-law, and they teach you mm. how to play the game, mm. how to fall, how to get hit, mm. etc. Um, we're very fortunate enough to have that um, growing up. Um, then, uh, obviously, at school, I played halfback at school, but I played fullback locally. 
Um, so learning the game once I again. I can see you as a fullback. Yeah, it's fast. Brett's doing um, what he doing? 10, 10 9 Yeah. On on grass and you know synthetic. I'm doing ten eight on sand. <laughs> <laughs> So you compare and, the speed, and, and cat eyes, and all those too. Yeah, like you know, you you got to know how to move. Like yeah, you, but it's but yeah. I thought it might have been um, getting chased kilos. by dogs <laughs> to get your speed back in the day. So you, you know, so you got away dogs from the dogs chasing chase you. Oh, I remember so, that as a kid. Yeah, Snake but maybe. yeah, so it, it happened that way. And fortunate enough to be a part of a, a I guess a, a system where they're bringing young uh, footballers through. Um, Wide Bay, Sherberg, Morgan, that South Bernard region is sort of isolated uh, in terms of uh, rugby league, you know, um, I guess um, pool, um, so Brisbane, uh, Mackay, North Queensland, so got all these Rockhampton, that's where they, they consider the, the, the good footballers are, but mm-hmm. coming from the bush, coming from Sherberg, getting the opportunity then, then creating a mindset to what you learn, you get the chance to do it, then how are you going to do it? Mm. So it was about that. So learning the game technically uh, and physically uh, and working with and how you control a rugby team. Uh, going to the Broncos in 93, they won the comp in 92, so you're going to the oh. best team in the world. And um, Langer would have been yeah, half of it, just Alan to, They talk about the culture of the club, um, about working hard, um, never letting your mate down on the football field. So you, you sort of get that instilled. You're training hard, you learn the game, and then you're, you're part of, you know, your rugby league journey, I'm guessing. Cool. And that year was with, um, Gwendal was with me at that at the Broncos that time in 93. Um, <clears throat> then I had three years there at the Bronx, and I'm one of those kids that never made the Queensland Australian Schoolboys. I uh, just sort of tell myself it's all been luck, but your, your, your journey, see, people see what you've done in rugby league and Cyril Connell, um, bless him, passed away a few years ago, was the Brisbane Broncos scout mm-hmm. Um, mm. and um, he saw something there that reminded me when I went to the Bronx about the try I scored against the Peninsula side, which was Brett was playing in a couple of years earlier. Mm. Um, and he knew I had all the attributes as a footballer, but how can I make that sustainable in Mm. In the game of mm. rugby league, and um, obviously going there, they, they teach you so much about the game. Then it was all off the field how you control that um, as a young bloke. Mm. Um, lucky enough to play three years there. I was never going to play first grade there because Alfie Langer. Yeah. So I ventured to England, had a year and a half in England, playing for the London Broncos in '96. How did you go over there? How'd that team go? Yeah, good. We <clears throat> we got beat in a semi final against St Helens. Um, uh, the pre, uh, it was prelim semi-final, so played St Helens, we got beat. Um, Wigan ended up beating Saints in the, in the final. 96. Uh, yeah, good good year. Um, coached by Tony Curry, um, oh, yeah. an Aboriginal man, yeah. played for Canterbury. Got the Rothman medal back in like 84 yeah. or something, 83, yeah. 84. So uh, once again, you have credibility, you have knowledge around you um, to, to make the game for what it is. Heading back to Queensland, uh, I was going to go back to study. Um, got a phone call from a good friend of mine, Evan Cochran. Yep, That yep. played also with us in 97. He and I played in England together in uh, 96, and uh, Brett Kamali just left the club uh, heading to, to the 100 Mariners. Brett and Craig. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have a halfback or second-string halfback 
and I've always played second fiddle, so it didn't didn't worry me. I love Newcastle as a town, um, and the people here were, were amazing. So, Marathon had you Stadium. been here before that? Yeah, I travelled down to the Bronx and played at Marathon oh, Stadium. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. once again, played against Brett. And once again, beat Brett. <laughs> <laughs> so he's always talking about that, that thorn, that, that, that small gets We're going for like 10 bigger. in a row, 11 in a row. Good side. Oh, we end up winning the comp. Yeah. But no. So he's won the comp that year, but every time you played Broncos. Yeah. So it was 10 in a row, normal season, no other team did it. And they had to come here and support the show. <laughs> yeah. He did it again. So, uh, so yeah, so Evan, so, but how does Evan Cochran, a player, uh, get you at the Knights? Well, he got signed here. Um, and then, obviously, when I said about Brett, he left. Um, then they'd need a backup halfback, and he knew I was just in Brisbane. So did you contact they, the uh, They or? contacted me. Uh, I think it was Dave Morley gave oh, me yeah. a call. Yeah. Um, me and Mel. Like I said, Mel's yes. Mel's research. Mel knew what and he was getting. Mel knew about, about that stuff. Um, mm, yeah. You know, once again, it's probably just luck for me. But then another door opens, so it's a bad opportunity also. No, I think you made an impression on Mel early on in the piece that year, 96, because he was still in touch with a lot of people in England anyway, and Mel thought it would be a good fit. Yeah, they didn't well. want to say it, but I carved up Castle for the use of coach there. I carved them up, and like again, must be just one of those lucky days that happened. Mm. They come to Newcastle uh, yeah. in the 96. I get reinquited with with Brett, which was which was really nice. Owe, uh, which I thought Owen Craig was the best schoolboy football I've ever seen play the game, and if he take that into playing first grade, then I'm happy to be a part of that. Uh, if Owe, did Owe did Owe give? Do you think he was give a hundred percent to his football? Like he just seemed, as you said, had so much, and like yourselves, I mean. The, only start playing footy at footy at 15 and then yourself mm. playing soccer and then learning the game through family. And um, that's just that's just natural talent. But as you say, for, but for someone like yourself then to come along and say, oh, he's one of the best natural talents I've seen, like how far should that boy have went? Because he didn't make any rep teams at all, did he? Yeah, no, he, he, Australian schoolboys three-time over. Oh, yeah, he made in the juniors, um, yeah. Then coming through, I think, 19 New South Wales. Mm. Uh, an amazing side they had. But once he again, he, he excelled in that. And, he, yeah, he... It's a funny take with Owen. It's it's one of those things where you you, you know you're that good, you can be complacent in certain ways. Oh, areas. yeah. But yeah. then having the right guidance with you to say, yeah. mate, you can be better than what, what you are. And we've all, always said it to him. Um, yeah. And then I guess as a young man, that's he's 19, yeah. 18, winning the grand final. Uh, you know, then Apparently he was pretty skinny was back then, you were telling me. Was he real skinny back then, like when he was 16? No, but it's, it's like one day, he's like a man-child. He's always been like a man-child. <laughs> man like 94 kilos, <laughs> 96 it. kilos of muscle and yeah. speed. And it's dangerous. The agility that he had... But once again, you're, and you're trying to guide that. Brett's a year yeah. older than me, and we're a few years older now. And that's one of the things. If if we can do what we've done, and we can see mm. what you got, yeah. like you know, he should have at least made New South Wales yeah. um, state of origin. Also, I thought Australia. I, th- I think two factors. It, being Australian schoolboy, don't is not a pre executive or what the term is into first grade origin and and whatnot. So that the extra work. So school, school body, school mind, going into oh. first grade, mm. first grade mind, 
strength that you need to apply yourself and commitment. And then consistency is the big word. So, you know, whether we were subject to that, and then me and Leo, we were vying for a Queensland side that had Langer, all these studs in there. And, you know, are we praying for them to get injured? <laughs> you don't want to do that, but <laughs> yeah. that's the case. Ah, uh, you got to extend it. You got put on extended teams. Yeah, yeah, you did. We did that, but... You know, talking um, about that um, question for both years. Leo was really close, ninety-seven. Yeah, that's what I was saying. In ninety-seven, with the year, yeah. and because I suppose it was a, a, a split comp too. Um, but with the year that the Knights were having, and the year that you guys were having individually, also, were you approached? Because um, Fatty Vorton coached that year. Um, were you approached? I think or on a shortlist, or I was. Um, yeah, ninety-seven. He we, came in the dress shed after yeah, the Roosters we, game. We played against the Roosters round four. And they had the the best side they had all year, and we we carved them. Yeah, like you know, you, and uh, I guess when you look at how a team of nobodies, that's what we were. Like, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, we had yeah, lot of, lot of well, everyone was out. <coughs> everyone was out at the game. And just uh, I think uh, Hertzy, uh, Adam Muir, and Dugs, and also mm. Matty Johns were the, the highlight names. So. We got all these other young fellas in there just playing footy. You know, it wasn't wasn't too hard to do. And once again, to show that team up, Fatty comes in, says, "Oh, you Queenslanders." But myself <laughs> said, "Yep." And so they looked at it from there. Then throughout the course of that year, I think they had a twenty-two man squad. Mm. Got called back to seventeen, and I was in that twenty-two man squad. So, so you could have either you way. You went to the training sessions. No, nah, no. Nah, I don't know. I thought they did for the. I didn't find out. Sports. I didn't find out till like ten years later. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I didn't know mm, that I yeah. made that twenty-two man squad on. Because nowadays they they'll take the twenty-two to the yeah. training. Oh, squad you'll on. have the emerging camps before the year. Yeah, you know, start of the year. That game up Leo's talking about is me, Owie, Robbio, and Moods. Mm. Jason Moody in there. Yeah, Four I'm actually going to have a wow. chat to you about that game later. Um. Boys, I want to ask you is, look, I, I played a lot of local footy, um, you know, watched the NRL from a kid, you know, up until now. Um, but I suppose during my, during the 90s, uh, you know, that's when I was, you know, I, in my 20s. And, um, you know, you, if someone like me, you always watch the TV and you think, oh, man, I wonder what it feels like to be out there, you know, with that crowd, like, you know. 20, 30, 40,000 people cheering, you know, the atmosphere, especially when you've done something well. And, like, just as a spectator, you're like, oh, man. But but I've always – I don't know if I've ever really spoken um, or asked someone this question, but what, what's it like as a player? Not only to be, you know, to be involved in the play, but, you know, to be a part of that. It, is it, you know, like, I suppose you've got rabbits, you know, commentating, going, yeah, what a try, and it's, hmm. he adds that whole atmosphere, but is it the same on the field? Just where you come from, and then and then who you play for. Uh, you can imagine Bronx and Brisbane packing stadium out, mm. easy. So that's just massive, but Newcastle's just euphoria, it was, it was, I remember playing my first grade game in reserve grade, and it was chockers. Yeah. I ran, I just went, what? I said, yeah, more of this, please. And 
And then that those games when we got to first grade and then our semi-finals, that's that's crazy. You, you can't be that kind of crowd and support. So adrenaline, pure adrenaline, and then you learn to manage that then try to perform for 80 minutes. When you're younger, you just go out, and before you know it, half-time, you're wrecked because it's so much adrenaline you've used all the energy. Yeah. It's just that. And that pride too. So I was playing for a team I always wanted to play for, so that was extra pride for me. Crowds, crowds do the trick. Yeah. Something, Brett, you said, like trying, handling it. Did you, how, how did you respond to it? Well, you. Did, you, did, you, did it affect your game? Like, did it like no, pump I, you up or did you just kind of I lived. I lived at Dixon Park, home games, usually Sundays, and I'd go down uh, to the beach and relax um, because if anything broke down on the day, that's on me. So the responsibility was so high. So the crowd, uh, I knew the space, but no, it was all about playing footy. I had to focus on that. Yeah. Um, I didn't know who was there. I didn't know the crowd, how big the crowd was um, because you're so in tune of what you have to do. And if you lost concentration, focus, there's a breakdown. Um, but yeah, and I, I played in a lot of crowds and I've been a part of a lot of crowds, but... No, I couldn't remember a lot about, uh, about the crowd <laughs> because it's just about, you know. Mm. And when you finish the game, obviously how you end it, for us it's been successful in 97 yeah. and that's what you're taking after the job's done. And the, yeah. the, mm. the crowd and the fans for Newcastle, uh, over that longevity of time to today, has always been very passionate for their team. Yeah. Let me ask you this also. <clears throat> um, I'll start with you. Did it ever affect your game? I know you said it, you were quite in tune, but what about if you knew someone who meant something to you? Maybe it was a, a family member or, you know, a girl or maybe your mates. You know, it's the first time they're coming to watch you play and you know they're there at the game. Does that does that affect you? No. Does that get in your mind? No. <clears throat> because there's too much ride on it. Yeah. You know, like I said, after the game, that's when you you do have your debrief and say thanks for coming, etc. But... Yeah, it's all about being on song on, on in the game. Did that ever affect you, knowing if someone um, was in the crowd the first time watching you? No, no, no. Pride, I guess. Um, I had certain mates that give me grief, actually, from from the stands and outside. I could name them, but I won't. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, they just... That's mates, you know, clean your act up, do do a better job. And that's the consistency after. I'm very lucky to have the mates, same mates that I have, and then they went through that journey. So you need that some, same person to tell you the, the true true story, not people just mm. telling you what you think you need to hear and whatever else. But I, I, I think just being in, in that time and that space, it's um, this great thing to, to recall in your memories, you know. Question for both of you, I'll start with you, Brett. Coming from uh, Cairns, um, and also in age, you said you got mob over Yarrabah and all that, um, mm. which is even you know, a small Aboriginal community, and those tight-knit communities. When you came to Newcastle, did you ever... Uh, how did you feel about Newcastle? Did you get a good vibe from it? Did you? Oh, yeah. Was there any race? Did you feel any no, racism? No, straight or? away. Straight away. First week, I... I come down here, oh, you know what happened, is I got, I got here and I got picked up 
by a friend of mine, Stuart Collins, from Australian School of Side, and he took me to Duran Garling. I walk in there and only die and only run, bless them. Um, they were first people. I knew exactly who they were because <laughs> of Ashley. And then I just like, wow, oh, that's the first mob I met when I got here. So I was just like, ah, oh, well, this is meant to be. And then I went to training and people was going, who do you belong to? And I'm like, oh, Hillary. So just for our listeners, Duran Garling is... Um Boys, boys hostel and um yeah Uni. Uncle and Ronnie Ronnie yeah. Gordon and Di passed on and Ashley Gordon who was the uh first Knights player to yeah. be signed, yeah. Yeah. So brother man, so I met him probably two weeks after. I think he was in Penrith and he come back and um we actually went to a, a debutante ball mm-hmm. two weeks later and that's why I met all you fellas. I can say what Edward told me about you, but I won't do that. Yes, this is, um, just, this is PG. Edward Smith. So oh, I wasn't. He was in a band. <laughs> you know, you're in a band, you're in a band, you're a superstar. Yeah. Um, but Anna won mob, so I went to a coaching clinic about four weeks later and, 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 and people come up and go, who do you belong to? And I'm like, oh, Hilary Greg, and who's it to her? And I said, oh, that's, that's my uncle, that's my dad's brother. Well, he's married to my, my cousin, Aunt Esther Kim, so I'm at a connection straight there. Mm. And then as you grow up, I remember taking Dad to Moree for a knockout and he rocks up. 11.30, a bit wild at him actually. He rocks up with Burnham Burnham, bless his soul too. And I'm like, what? Like all these legends. So Dad didn't tell me the story of him knocking around with the people down in Sydney and Newtown and everything else. So I just went, yeah, this is the place for me and that's why I haven't left. I think I've got a connection now and I'm you know, distantly related to, well, not you, but mm. a few <laughs> others. But um, yeah, so uh, yeah, I, I, I'm still here. No, I'll probably yeah. live you know, the rest of life here and that's, uh, yeah, that's a connection. Well, how was it for you, like going, said Sherberg, then pretty much like Brisbane, but then going overseas and then come to Newcastle. Was there much of a cultural differences here? or Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Going to England for the first time, you're just a, a person of the city. Yeah. You know, no yeah. one takes notice of you. Yeah. There's so many people. Um, you can just be yourself, which is really nice and comforting. Growing up in Australia, it's like, it's black and white, it really is. You know, and I've experienced that at, in mm. in Brisbane um, and in Sydney in particular. So, you know, you, you get resilient enough. Um, you know your ancestry. You know how it flows. Um, you get knowledge around and education around that. That makes it work for yourself and you choose and you, you be wise and you, and you make a stand for, for what you believe in. Um, that's what mm. makes, a, I think, a, a good citizen of any any space that you're in, but ben, then being Aboriginal and knowing the history about it, how do you, I guess, get yourself through all that? Mm. Ancestry, obviously, through, through me and my, my parents and my grandparents, and then you see what opportunity that's happened in that time. And for, for being an Aboriginal man, it's it's always been an opportunity. Um, I don't fall too much on the, on the trauma side, even though that's happened. Mm. And I, I live in um, the era so it happened back then. I live in this space, and how do you shape the future for it? So mm. I've had a had a really good upbringing culturally, um, but then I I learnt opportunity really early. So that's what I that's what I like to have opportunity. As I said, it's <clears throat> we're into uh, the year of twenty five years. Um, I wanted to ask a question. Um, so during the ninety seven year, was there any? 
looking at the uh, the uh, the schedule of ninety seven nights, started kind of up and down, and then you started putting a few things together, a few wins together. Was there was there any point during ninety seven where you thought? And this is either yourselves or the team. You thought, yeah, we could go all the way, Brett. I think it was a gradual thing. To win a comp, you need at least eighty percent locals, and then there was the other little mixed <laughs> ones that come in. <laughs> I, 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 really, what happened was the game can get really structural, but I think Mel just it's a sense of freedom, and I think that's what Maddie and, and eventually um, Andrew and then. And then Leo, of course, I think they're very, very happy with it. Mm. And I think Chief and our fours were like really willing to put the platform down and, and allow it. Did we play some games that were just yeah, a bit crazy and wild? Yes, we did. But then that sort of got reeled in. And then once we got a routine, I think it was just the routine. And then you got to see what, what we could perform. As for 97, I, we... 96, we won the World Sevens and, and whatever. So the, the nucleus of the team was there, just just the extra edge players that, that bit of spark. And you, and and you won a comp in 95, so you still had that two that yeah, came through. coming through, <clears throat> so locals. But um, when it comes to Manly, if you're asking about Manly, I mean, I think every game we knew we were getting closer. I think we softened them up. We played. We eventually played them four times that year. Yeah, three plus the grand final. Grand That's four. four. Yeah. So we, yeah. if you go back and watch the grand final, last tennis they were wounded. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's us oh, yeah. bashing them all year. I think I put it down to that, and then, and um, you know things just went to, pl- and then then supporters. You know, mm. the last ten minutes of our chant that just puts us in good place, and things happen. Yeah, I suppose um, you end up, as you said, you, you, you arrive as happily to, happily to play uh, the second string uh, half, but you end up playing more than that. Um, and as you said, um, usually the halfbacks, are, uh, if they're not controlling, they're the ones that control the team. So, so with you in the, in, the, in, the, in the spotlight there a lot, um, was there a point in time during that year that you, that you thought, yeah, if we could... Cause as, there was a lot of injuries on and off that year too. But was there a point where you thought, man, if we could get our team on the paddock, we could do this? Yeah, we, um, so that year, yeah, competing against Manly, the Roosters, Norths, Parramatta. Mm. And Parramatta's been bigger yeah, um, for that year too. And those, those teams were brilliant. If you look, look at the, the names in those teams mm. in that time, uh, and we come... In the Bears, Norths? Yeah, dark oh, that, horses yeah, yeah, yeah. for it. Like, mm. You couldn't pick it. Uh, the first time we beat uh, the Roosters in round four, I thought, yeah, okay, that's cool. But then I think when we beat Parramatta in Parramatta um, that day and we had everyone back on board mm. uh, working towards the playoffs. So in the first week of the playoffs, uh, Parramatta, we, I think we played, mm. and they were down 20, 20 points or something. Mm. And coming back to, to win that game, then the belief happened from that. But then after that game, Joey gets injured again. 
Oh, can so I, everything's yeah. thrown in the air. Yeah. Can I just add to it's on the footage, <clears throat> me, Fatty, and them say that I get up and I score that try. I did miss the ball, absolutely. I winded myself, I'll smash myself. And I said I got up and started jumping around. They're like, Yeah, I scored it. And I got up and just went out of Muir. I said, I didn't touch that at all. I'm gonna have to say it to the ref out of Muir. He goes, Shut up. <laughs> nah, yeah, and they jumped around for me. I was gassed. I <laughs> took all the wind out of me. I missed it by about half a foot. Totally. You could see it on the I camera. I think your finger got to it, bud. Yeah, my finger now. Yeah, my guitar well, Let's finger. just say um, I've got one more question and then we're going to go <laughs> actually go to some video. Oh, and video. that actually might feature. Oh, I, I, had a, I had a good <laughs> chuckle to myself last night. So um, just one more question. Um, probably more towards you, Leo. Um, yeah, I suppose we didn't maybe see Andrew Johns at that point as maybe been you know they say now he's the greatest um but to come in uh you know and and to, and to step into that spotlight or into his shoes and you know take over and he said like the responsibility of a halfback was was there any time any did you feel any pressure like that or was it just that you were just having fun and you like you got an opportunity to play and you were like okay let's just go that's right yeah. Opportunity to play, let's go. Um, spoke with Mel. The comps was, uh, the fours were confident in what I could do. Um, and you did you've been around the footy a lot, you learn it. You know, not yeah. and it was about how you can play an expansive game with talent outside you. Um, and you gotta go to your strengths. Yeah. And our strengths were were outside backs, there's no doubt about it. Um the way we train, we, we train for strength and speed with agility throughout the year. So I knew we had a lot of speed and our, our back row was very agile. Mm. So you had to move the footy. But mm. when you move the footy, you also move the defence. It's, it's not that hard. Yeah. So and then someone's going to get tied somewhere and you've got skillful outside backs. They're going to they're gonna score your tries. Mm. Yeah, now we had the fastest bike on a football field, any football field oh, I've yeah, ever seen yeah, in my yeah. life, Darren Albert. So work to the strengths, you make that happen. And th that's all I knew. Um, mm. And in the meantime, my biggest thing was just make sure your defence is in order. So yeah. that's what you concentrate about. Um, but look, it's it, it's one of those things that's happening. It, it, it went so fast and you sort mm. of, any way you, you sort of lived that life again as, as going yeah. through the footage and saying, well, I don't think that happened. But it did. <laughs> I remember during that year, because um, when I that's when I also got to meet you and that, and you were very quiet. I, I found you very quiet, and I remember still quiet. And I remember having a chat with this fellow later. Said, Not on the field. I said, "What's Leo like?" Not on the field. I said, "What's like on the field?" You couldn't hear it. And I, he goes, but, he goes, yeah. "Oh, he's vicious." I said, "What?" Mm. I said, "But he's so quiet." He said, "Nah, nah." Mm. He said, "Um." I think he talked about a game. He said, you know, we was all, oh. I think someone scored against us. And, yeah, the Chief, and if anyone knows Paul Arrigan, like he was just a vicious player. Me and Adam, you. You know, and, but Greg said, nah, Leo would be there. What the, you know, what the, you, what are you doing, Chief? And all that. And I was going, sure. He's going, nah. He said, he just rips into him. Like, is that, is that, was that just the, you didn't care who it was or who they were? It was just. The passion of wanting to win and succeed. He did that to me in at a mule one game, <laughs> and it felt like I was at an All Blacks carnival or knockout. Just abused. Did you make you feel like you were eighteen? I was like, you're in front of forty thousand people, and you're doing this in front of me. <laughs> Lucky they were loud, but I guess they couldn't hear the words. It's okay. Well, it <laughs> do you remember that time? What did you do ways. wrong? <laughs> I did, did something wrong. That's why we yeah, did that. I know. That's it. But look, we we had a 
we're playing a game. You have to be on the song. Yeah. If I'm on the song, you got to be on the song. <laughs> yeah, no, then if they're yeah. not doing that, then but it also works because they have a look at themselves and they're accountable too. Yeah. So one of the things about was making people accountable. I suppose with that, Brett, like um, once the boys kind of got to know what Leo was like, um, could you tell oh, there was a different atmosphere yeah, during the game? It's like um, it's a little piece that was like here. This makes us better. Yeah. Because uh, you put yourself on the line and you're willing to say it to anyone, that's a confidence. So we, it doesn't matter what he said, it didn't affect us. Yeah. It just shows that he come into this spot and he's <clears> confident <throat> to do it. You can't have a Tim and a half back there. Yeah, yeah. Certainly far from that, wasn't he? Especially back in those but, um, days too, I suppose. Yeah. Like, um, you could get away with a lot more too. Oh, change the game, kick and chase. Leo used to kick the ball and get down there before us. And Mal used to go, anyone around there, four or five years around, these are all fine if Leo makes that tackle. That's it. We were like, oh, okay. So when he kicks so you it, felt like after a while. We had to get down there You first. felt like the coach so if you're gonna, favouring if, if he's going to, yeah, yeah, that's what <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> since you said it. Uh, but if he kicks it and, and you can't use your speed to get down there, then there's something wrong. So that changed halfway through the year. And, you know, if we kicked to our strength, whichever side, they're weak, whatever, or we just felt like hitting someone, just keep kicking to them and we chase and just get into it. Yeah. So it changed the game for us. All right. Um, <clears throat> boys, I uh, spent a bit of time, a little bit of time putting some uh, video evidence. Video evidence. Usually people call it um, something else. I can't even think of the word. I'd like to call it evidence because <laughs> uh, evidence of what you did. <laughs> but I'd actually like to have a chat about uh, some of the things. As I said, like, as a. Uh, how's that in shock? Is that all right? As, um, uh, as I said, as a, a born and bred. Uh, my people are not from here. You know, we come from New England, but I'm, uh, I was born and bred here and. Even like, doesn't matter if the Knights are having issues or the Jets, you know, anything Newcastle I just love and I support. I will admit, probably a few years ago, I nearly gave up on the Knights, but um, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but uh, if we can just have a look at this here, and uh, as I said, this is this is one of those highlights every now and again because I got kids at home, and you know, when Brett comes over, oh, they go, "Dad, did Uncle Brett really play for the Knights?" And I go, "Yeah," and I'll have to find evidence. And um, that he played, but when I always come to this YouTube clip, um, so this is the the Roosters round one and two, which I've just put together. But if we can, if I can just put it on and see how we go. Hey, with the volume. Now Lowry again. Man shake. <laughs> so even now, just I'm like I'm like. <laughs> you got a smile. <clears throat> I actually don't think I realised how quick Adam McDougall was, but oh. there he's. It's probably one of the first times. Ten more kilos, lot. He's gone. Yeah. Here he is. <laughs> this is what I mean, bro. Like, 
Either you wore your shorts really high or you have long legs. You got long skinny legs. Yeah, I'll put in slow mo for you, Allah. Same bent finger, I didn't take care of it. <laughs> he does hey, Leo. Yeah. He, he just yeah, I don't yeah. hate that he fold them over. Skinny ankles, skinny black fell ankles. Yeah. Aerodynamic. <laughs> when you watch this boys, does it seem like yesterday? Yeah, yeah, it does. You don't see it as often as not, but there you go. Darkies to darkies. Actually, Moody could run too. Yeah. Yeah, he was probably the second fastest in. Yeah, Moody could run. Like some of the tries you guys did that year. Just look at the players' were faces. Just look insane, I think. Like even today, compared to tries, these are still unbelievable. Leo, do you think. You know what I don't see a lot is that. Like so many times I see the defence run up and there's like a four-man overlap, but they just kick. Do you think they're too robotic this day and age? Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, what you've seen, I knew it was fifth and last. We had a bit of space. I didn't know he could chip off his left. Oh, I'm sorry about that. He's actually, he's actually right-footed. Yeah. And he chipped. And sometimes you look back and think that how could they do that? Yeah, that's backyard stuff, Ali. Oh, you know, because yeah. the skills always there, so balanced and doing it. Well, that's just backyard. Another part fellas. was support play. So yeah. you need yeah. needed someone inside me, but no one moved, so no one knew what was going on. Yeah. This is what he said. The Roosters had a were one of the favourites, and you guys. Yeah, you got Matty Singh there, and another Testman too, Andrew Walker. Yeah, end up being a, a wonderful footballer over the years too, and Matty Jewel, Jewel International, yeah, Andrew. So round two, um, eight all, Leo. Well, didn't you feel? I mean. Look at the field. Look at the field. See the space. Yeah. That's freezing cold that night too. But the uh, I thought that was the winning try, and I kept watching it because it's been so long, and the Roosters score pretty much on. The Roosters score Co on Evan four Evan Cochran's in that game there now, too. <coughs> yeah. He's on the wing. Yeah, yeah. How does it make you feel seeing yourself 25 <laughs> years ago? I don't know. Had, <coughs> had oh. hair back then. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get too much about it, but um, I don't know. It's, it's freaky. You could sort of relive that um, after all these years. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's exciting football. Like Everyone wants to go in and pay their money to go watch exciting football. It's no one doesn't want to go watch structured games. That's <clears throat> at the beginning of 97 with the home crowds and the build-up that you guys slowly did, um, the team. Did the crowd, was there much of a crowd in the beginning of 97 or did yeah. it kind of start big from the end? Yeah, no, always, always been a healthy crowd there at the stadium. Yeah, we Even when we played Norths on that rainy day. Yeah. Like, they just love love Newcastle nights or anything sporty, mm. you know. We were just fortunate enough to, to play well. Our trials mostly. went well too, so. 
crowd would come up. Yeah, we trialled against the Roosters there at Marathon Stadium too. Yeah. So what I've done now is I've um, actually jumped ahead to the uh, the first semi-finals, um, as you said. But I've come in when the score is, uh, I think, 18... Is it 18 or 20 nil. 18 nil, Parramatta. Yeah. And that was after only 22 minutes. Um, what were you singing at that point? Do you remember that? Like... Down three tri- parameters just come out and blown you out of the water. Were you thinking, oh, damn, this is going to be what I... You know when you just play footy and it doesn't matter how hard you try, nothing goes right? Yeah. Oh. Or was can, it just too control, early? They controlled the ball well. We just knew that... I don't think we had the footy had share, had in that time. Share. So the Wolves had the footy, so they, mm. they control it really well. Uh, and we never had no football at all. And when you get a chance to play footy mm. with the caliber players that we had, mm. you know, you know what happens then. It's one of those games with a couple of ex-players in there, so it's, it was it was going to be physical. It was solid game. Mm. So I'll just say... Um, and you don't panic. There was no panic in, in, in the team. Just because you're down 80 nil after 22 20 minutes. minutes, but you had no footy. Mm. So the momentum does change. And it's a funny thing they talk about momentum on a football field that you don't know when it's going to happen. They drop a ball 20 metres out, that's a change of it. Yeah. So you've got to make the most of it. So that's what happens at mm. this part here. So I'll just um, press, we'll see how we... Jared McCracken, 15 minutes out, last play, Andrew John, step in. So was you on the bench for this game? Yeah. Wasn't the best of tries, but I said it, I suppose it's something that just added a bit of momentum. Started it off. So 18... He was a good player, wasn't he? Billy Jean. Oh, awesome. Just a oh, work yeah, So you're four, four minutes later, you scored two tries in four minutes. Yeah. So that's that momentum swing. Pumped. That's 18-10. There you go. So three tries in, what is it, 13 minutes. So then it's back, it's back to even... 18, 16, 18, 14. I think that's the thing that surprised me last night was um, six tries were scored in the first half. Yeah. I think this is um, the... Uh, oh, no, no, this is... Johnsy's try. This is where... He gets pumped here. Yeah, I think this is where the, um, the rib injury happens. Yeah, oh. knees into the ribs. I think yeah, I, I honestly believe players purposely do that. Jason Smith. <laughs> I wanted to ask, how did this fella get to kick? He kicked younger. He did everything. He did everything. <laughs> Billy Peden took the kick at Johnsy's try. Oh, something. That was a penalty there. That's no practice, too. Yeah. No, no practice. No practice. Straight through. And they were kicking with sandbag then, mate. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Kicking with sandbag. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Oh, 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 here we go.
See the the line he said to Newcastle fella touched it. Sometimes you think how much they pay those touches. You want look? Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. You want to shake my head here? I'm like, nah, man. I didn't touch that. <laughs> Doesn't matter, though. Just take it. Listen to Fatty. Listen to what he says now. See the movement there. Uh, see, I mean, you. I think you did touch it. You did. Did touch you touch it? it? <laughs> look there, mate. You touched this, it. I think this I angle here shows it. I think this angle. I don't know. Maybe. Yes, yeah, still like it. That's it, still like it. <laughs> and that's the luck you need on a footy field, though, too. The whole planet. But that game, that was the first semi, and then you went on to uh, Here we go. to North. This, and this is a prelim final. Yeah. But first, I want to talk about. I've got. I've, I've just. I've done this twice. This one and for the manly, but um, I think it was early in the game. But I'm watching this on TV. I remember just thinking, oh. That's probably one of the greatest things I've seen. What was it like being there? And the tackle I'm talking about is this one. Here it is with Matthew Johns. The high ball again. Matt Sears is going back. Now this time the chasers are onside. Batted back there by McDougall and North Sydney come up with the ball. Nigel Roy. Well, there was a chance if someone was tailing through for the Knights. And Taylor, counter-attack for the Bears. Butner on the outside with Taylor. The thoroughbred. Oh, that's too that fast. That's too fast. And he, it, it's funny because I've actually asked him about it. Yeah. What do you think? He says, oh, I'll just trail in the background. And good wingers do that because the footy goes out, you have to come across the cover. So that's what he's doing. So he's just there. Then next yeah. minute, you know, Matty takes off. And, well, when we're doing it, Robbie Davis says to me, looks at me and says, my fault, because we both miss <laughs> yeah, him, I'm there, he's there, there. Yeah. so he blames me, it's my fault, I'm getting up, I just stood up, Robbie the competitor that he is, he gets up, he jogs back, and Albie comes from nowhere. Yeah, and he, and it shows that he did not get it down. Oh, no, no, no way. So, Larry, you, did you start this game? Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did, because uh, um, the week before, Joe was out again still. Yeah. So this is so you guys were up twelve eight, but this is the try that um, brought Norths back into twelve all. Yeah, played footy with and, um, Five minutes remain. What well, you, can you can you kind of remember back then, like yeah. maybe what was going through your head? Well, twelve all. I'm surprised. Um, Jason Taylor missed all the kicks. Yeah, that day. Yeah, um, and he's, he's a one of the kicker. greatest kickers. Yeah, so he missed three. So Poor he father. must have got nervous. You know, it showed over time when Jason did play that he couldn't handle it. Yeah. Mm. The, the tough situations. He got no bad. disrespect to he Jason. Got, oh, no, no. He, he should never bashed. miss those goals, like, <laughs> yeah. ever. Yeah. Everyone wanted to. And then what we were looking for was trying to get close to the pace for, for a field goal. And uh, you give Maddie a good ball there. And that's in the rain, too. Yeah. And he hits that there, but it's not over yet because they're a chance of scoring. Now, this is the. Uh, the try that um, I think I always just think of Skippy. Just um, yeah, what look, was the Chief thinking here? Look, why look why didn't the Chief yeah. just go down? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, Chief thought nah. <laughs> but nah, then again, I, I can't. Score. I can't just say why didn't the Chief go down? Why did you then throw it? Well, you why beat him, mate. You got to beat him well. <laughs> <laughs> that you just rub it in. Yeah. 
but no, it's 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 how we've always been. It's not between us. I, did, I, yeah. I didn't go down, but I'll jump around in the in the living room and I broke the fan. So you had just injured your ankle or something? That game before. The yeah. game before against Para. Yeah, two weeks. Ago. Um. This no, against Manly you hurt your ankle. Manly, yeah, against Manly. Was that's it? it. Yeah. yeah. This is this is not a part of the grand final, but this is something that happened that that year. And I remember watching this game, and even my ribs buckled. And uh, I think, yeah, Leo, you're in this game. I think I see you, Leo. Oh, this is Mark yeah, Glenville. Mark Glenville. Yeah. Are oh. you there, Gregs? <laughs> no. Oh. oh. He, did he, you see it, Leo? Because yeah. like, I see you come around running this way. way. I did look back. He dizzy too, Mark. He hit the ground, though. It wasn't for me yet. That, yeah, I just wanted to say, like, that's just you know moving. when you see big hits on the field, but, I mean, that's just insane. Yeah, that's moving organs. That's Amazing. Moving organ uh, unsung hero. <laughs> See, they talk about the, the front row and all that sort of stuff. With Bucks he, he, did, G, he, he got up there. MG oh, yeah, yeah, held his own. Um, before I... The week, the week leading up to the grand final, um, look, not, not many blackfellas, I suppose, uh, get to experience... Um, the you know playing and playing NRL and then having the opportunity to actually play in an NRL grand final, um, and then as we all know, the week leading up to the grand final, um, I heard I think Paul Harrigan saying years ago um, that Mal Riley, the coach, wanted to take his out in Newcastle for the whole week so the pressure and the atmosphere wouldn't um, affect his. But Paul Harrigan said no, no, no. Let's stay in Newcastle and absorb it. What was that week leading up like? Because I remember seeing on the news, I think you were out at Stockland, at Jesmond. Oh, we just trained. Oh, yeah. And like the crowds and everything. Like, did you feel like, was, did, did seeing, experiencing all those crowds and everybody just, because this was the first time for Newcastle. We'd only been in the comp maybe 10 years. Ten, I don't know. Yeah, it years. wasn't very long. Ten so years, it was still right new ten. and fresh for us all. What was that build-up like for that week? Huh. I, I, don't, I don't know if Mel did say that, to tell you the truth. I think let it ride and Chief and everyone wanted it. We, we quickly found out when we were on a roll that um, the community and the way they supported us during the year, just the best to do it. We just trained different because everyone would come to the stadium and be packed and everything. Yeah, so we trained at Stockton around out, out of the places. But we did all the events, eh? Hey? I think we did all the events, that kind of exposure. But after Wednesday, the, the doors were closed sort of thing. But um, I don't know, it would be yeah, stronger. We had to go it, down. So we went down to Sydney. It would be stronger. For the breakfast. I think that was a Thursday morning. Yeah. So we went down Wednesday afternoon, stayed over. We went to Brecky. Grand final breakfast the next day, then Friday and Sunday, obviously, just chilled. But you just came back to yeah. Newcastle. Where did you, because the bus ride, where did that start from? To go down to the game? Oh, from the stadium. I think yeah. we jumped on the stadium, at the stadium. Oh, I started in the first games every every weekend, the semi finals and everything. They came down but every But for weekend. that grand final day, because um, the crowd, so was it, was it like the crowd was just all along the highway pretty much from. We left Saturday. We left on the Saturday. We got greeted heading out from the stadium. Yeah, yeah. All, all the way down to Gosford. It was, was a crap. Saturday. There was people parked on the side. We drove the road, down. overpass. Did yeah. you see much news like the, the, the house 
not far from you know they painted their house red and blue Lampton. and oh, there was Meadow. beer yeah. red and blue beer and <laughs> red and blue cup pies and everything yeah, red cream and blue bums, cream bums did you did you get to see a lot of that on the news or, or hear about it oh, or yeah. were you kind of as you said kind of just focused mm. oh, i was too focused one of the things about that you don't play the game before you get there yeah cruise and then it, we, we just a casual week it, it really was because you, you couldn't get any fitter <laughs> so you had to make sure that when the time came around, your yeah. mindset was intact. So, you know, then the trip down and then the highlight was the night before. And you're sitting around a room and people have their conversations and words about how they feel about being part of the team. Mm. And tomorrow's a grand final. You get an opportunity to play tomorrow. Yeah. What are you going to bring to the game? And it was just, it was emotional. And basically it was about how you're going to go out there, you're going to die to win the game for, for mm. Newcastle. And it wasn't individuals. It was mm. about the town and about the region. So the ultimate you can do for any footy fan, any fan that you, you have out there is to you play for them. Mm. And it was based around that. And Chief obviously being local fella and, yeah. you know, the, the captain of the side and then all the other local guys that grew up here in Newcastle and the ones that... You know, Robbie and, and Brett obviously been here for, for a good while. Mm. Then you get this, this cluster of men who want to die for their team to win a grand mm. final. And how do you do that? You've got to put your body on the line. And everyone spoke about that I think the night before. 10 years for coming into the comp. I think it was 10 years when Steelworks closed down and then, and then a couple of years because mm. of the earthquake. So oh, those yeah. three things, are, and when Chief was saying that, we were all like grown men, just like, whoa, this is strong. It was Saturday night was real solid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we were prepared. I think uh, what you're saying there is a right because as a spectator, <clears throat> this what it's like, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like he's just never it's like the boys just never stopped and never gave up where you can kind of see yeah and maybe it's like you're saying brett there before like um in that last 10 minutes you could just see him slowly starting to fade and maybe it was because yeah even with even with 15 10 minutes ago with the game it was there was still some big hits from the boys like yeah um well we just watch the highlights of um the grand final and then i'll just might finish off with a couple more questions <laughs> now you guys are on the sideline at this. Yes. What, what was <laughs> what was this like? Uh, you know, watching the chief. He, like he just came out. Yeah. Well, he puts you in the game. Yeah. So even though we're on the bench, but stuff like that really puts you in the game. You can't wait to get out there. Should I never have a son that plays now? I'm not sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. There's something that looks like. How TV got back on the f- in this day and age you wouldn't be back on really. One of the tough footballs of rugby league, pound for pound, that's all. Solid, solid mm. football. Yeah. Yeah. Ten nil down. Like, oh, wow. Look at the crowd too. <clears throat> Fair dinkum. <clears throat> I think that was the thing too. Like it was. Usually, most teams, if they're 10 0 down, would go for a try, but you just. Yes. Sweet. What's that, 10 8? 10 8. Up 36. What was Cliffy Lyons like to play against? 
Was he hot? Menace. He just didn't know what to do. He was going to do. Just it's a menace. tricky. It's just really tricky. And the games we played against Cliff, because he got the wonderful drift across the field. Um, we said, let him run across. Could you come out? He's going to burn you. And that try you just set up for for Shannon. You can't catch stuff like that. And yeah. It was really difficult. No. no. Um, but yeah, tricky, tricky guy to play against. That would have missed it. See. That's a talking about like the indigenous flavour of that year. Moody and Robbie O was a big part of that also. True. Yeah. Like, did you guys ever get together and say, oh, you know, send it out to the black line, or did you ever make up little things like that with the boys? Uh, between us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little Elby was hanging around us too, so I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, a little talk. But, um... I remember I was at my parents' house and somehow I was up jumping, Fun, jumping yeah. up and down, screaming. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> um, Look at that crowd. That's great. That's Newcastle. Mm. That's crazy. Mm. The chief going off his head. Mm. I, I suppose what I, a few more questions. Um, I'll talk about the game first. I'm not actually first, Leo. Um, playing such a, a big role that you did. Um, I said, John Z, what was he, probably 50, 60? No, you would have more than that, maybe 60, 65% out of. The year, maybe out of the year, and and you 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 stepped in, and not only did you step in, you stepped up, and um, you know, and without your leadership and and that we talked about earlier, and the, and the passion of wanting to win and drive, and it pretty much it got the knights there. Um, I don't know if you've ever been asked, but how, how did how did it feel? Not to play in that game. Yeah, I was really disappointed. Um, my family travelled down from mm. from Sherberg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's like everything that I ever knew about rugby league and what I've been through in my life. I couldn't wait to play. Yeah. Um, no one would ever see that I would have scored three tries and got yeah. man to match. Because mm. that's the mindset was like that. I would have been everywhere. Kick it from the sideline. Um. But then you... The realis- was you even on the bench? Yeah, or- I was on the bench. The realisation was that, you know, like everything is... Um, I would be really, really pissed if we lost. Yeah. But winning it with, with the team that we had um, in the circumstance, it mm. wasn't, wasn't too harsh. I'd, yeah. You know, I accepted, I accepted that fate. Yeah. Of not being able to play that uh, grand final day. Uh, we won. Um, and we, we, the team, won. Was no individual that that won it. Yeah, so I was happy with that. I think you can see that in you. Like if you've watched the highlights after the game, you know the team celebration and that. And for both years, um, he's a singing the team song. He's a you know hugging people in the crowds. So um, I'm glad glad to hear that, bro. Mm. Um, yeah, Brett yourself, because um, you was in the team what two weeks before. Yeah. Until you got injured, <clears throat> I just, so you would have been injury free. You would have been in that game. I was alright. I'd, I'd probably risk, you know. I so your know. ankle was what? That was good. I, I warmed up, did everything to the best of ability after two weeks, doing the best you can. 
whether it would have been good to play early if then get injured. You know, those things go through your mind, but coach got to make a decision. There's mm. a risk factor there, and this game was going to be violent, if you want to call it that, and would have held up. And then they have less reserve, you know, to mess around with. Yeah, because yeah, we um, can only use four back then. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, and That was no. for the whole game. So if you sub, that was mm. it. You couldn't yeah. go back on. So they can use four. At, at one point there, I thought he was going on, and I was very happy to do it. I, I, I knew half time I wasn't going on. <coughs> mm, I yeah. made the sideline. Mm. Oh, did you? Yeah. And who was he going to go on for? Joe was going to come off. Uh, oh, because he got a hit. Yeah. He took another hit. hit or he something. another hit. Then they put Jacko on. Mal said, wait, just wait. <coughs> then Joe went back on. England connection. Then they're oh, they, not rush for but look, yeah. yeah. Like you said, the case makes a decision around that. Um, and all you got to do is got to live by it. Mm. The best thing about it is that we won. Yeah. We lost. I mean, we really, really, really pissed over it. But yeah, you know, because you think you can make a difference. Yeah. And I certainly would have thought I'd have made a difference than, uh, than Jacko. I reckon if but, you were, you went yeah, on, we, that's the decision they we made. scored yeah. a couple of tries. What, where was Moody? How come he was? He was on the bench too. Because um, he had a pretty good year. Because that was his come out year too, wasn't it? Mm. First mm. time. Moods. He was on the bench too, and Gidley, a few others on, yeah. on the bench there. Just yeah. Um, come back to Newcastle. <laughs> uh, you in the bus. I remember I was out at Toronto, Damn. and my older brother was there. And I said, I said, bro, let's just go into the work slot. I reckon they'll show up there. Talking about you yeah. guys, and um, I was showing up. I was lucky to get a park pretty close, and I've walked around the corner. And there was just hundreds of people everywhere. And I've just gone, holy crap. And there was like a, the, the chanting and the amount of people. It's like, like even I all of a sudden, I was like, and like I'm a, I won't, I, as you know, I'm, I can be quite silly, but out in public I'm <laughs> a little bit. But even I was like, yeah, come on. You know, standing on whatever I could do, you know. And then all of us, by the time you guys actually showed up, there was just thousands of people. Did you Two part. Did you know there was going to be that many people there? Um, and and once you did see it, how did it feel, Brett? Oh, when we when we come off the freeway that last random at, and they were across the road with Walls End Touchfields, we're just like, this is going to be crazy. We won't even get in there. It'll take us another hour to get in there. Yeah, it took us probably an hour to get in from Walls End. Yeah, yeah, I reckon because we stopped there. Jasmine. 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 Um, Definitely Beaumont Street. Then we went back to the stadium. Yep, and then and we, then back we had the stadium. Yeah, we crawled in and they had to unload the bus. So <laughs> they, extras were on there. Yeah. And extras was on there. Unload the bus. And then and then grand final winning. <laughs> first time winning grand final. Ah, look, we still got to pull up for petrol. And then we had to go snacks. Hunter Street. Hunter Street. Drag along and turn around and come back up King Street. Yeah, and I, I was looking my family came down, I was looking mm. after them before they was going to drive back home. And my brother's a big Knights fan; he wanted to stay <laughs> there the week. But I think on the Wednesday of that week, I was travelling to America. So, oh, go for holidays. So yeah. yeah. So that Sunday night was. Yeah, I don't know. It was different for me. Yeah. I, I didn't celebrate hard like the other team. I, I, yeah, no, I did a drop. <clears throat> Little one of them on a plane that morning, so I couldn't get into it. Mm. Uh, yeah, and 
But then I see the, the footage on it um, and how it was packed and packed inside also. I oh, see so you went on the bus when it yeah, came back. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I yeah. think I got it at the stadium. Oh, when I said they offloaded people, they offloaded me. So I, I decided to go and <laughs> look after my family first. Oh. Then walked, rocked up later, but seen the footage about everyone and introducing a team to yeah. to the crowd that was there, obviously, to watch the grand final uh, mm. previous. But, yeah, but couldn't imagine that so much people would yeah. rock up like, I don't know, rock stars. Oh, it, yeah. It was that, yeah. that feeling that. The, the energy, the, the the laughter, the relief, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. And then what was it like? A, everything was it a week later where the uh, the big grand parade um, Tuesday? It was um, on the Tuesday. Or was it? Yeah. So you got to get your Mad Monday in too. Yeah. So the oh. Mad Monday was all about the boys <laughs> who probably haven't slept, but yeah. it was about doing that. Thanks, brother. Deadly year. I'm so yeah. proud, so happy, so yeah. it, it was a touching that way because you speak on a Saturday, you get the job done, and on a Monday, you, you know, you're having a lot of lemonades that taste really good <laughs> and a lot of laughter <laughs> and silly talk, which is really nice because yeah. you, sometimes you learn people when, when they're like that. Yeah, oh, yeah, and yeah, you, yeah. You don't, and sometimes you, ne- you never usually talk to them all year, but <laughs> it was just wonderful to, to have that space on a Monday. And then the Tuesday, they, they got up again and we did the big parade in the town. Um, from Jasmine, coming down through down Beaumont Street. It started at Jasmine. Yeah, mm. <clears throat> Stockland. See Stockland. Yeah. What was it like um, getting up on the balcony of Town Hall, Brett? Because I don't know how many people. Do you remember what they said? How many people were there? Like it had it, it, thirty-three. I had that. Uh, it could have been, but when you see the people. park, every grass grass was taken up. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Jasmine, Jasmine was, when you come from Wall's End, you're at the top of the lights, and there was just people there all the way, just going around the corner to the roundabout, just across the road. Just, just people everywhere. So they had, police had to come and move them aside just to get the bus through. There was probably 10,000 just there, Jasmine. What, th- what was your thoughts up there? I didn't think anything. I'd- Baymont Street. So this is it. We shared that. We shared the um, convertible Saab. Oh, yeah. Did you? So okay. Brett and I yeah. were sitting there and it's, yeah, we're looking at each other thinking, that man, is this? You go, yeah. <laughs> There's people everywhere. Hamilton. Um, but then I think it was once again that, um, the appreciation from yeah. the city, the, the, the night supporters, <laughs> um, people of Newcastle, and we get to be a part of, of that. Mm. And they appreciate what we did. Um, just my last question. Did you did you stage dive off with mm. the screaming jets? Mm. Mm. <laughs> no, no. no. Were well, you up on the stage? No. It's not my gig. <laughs> no. I don't mind their song. No. But, you know, if it was midnight oil, it might have been different thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, because. No, nah, I'll just. No, nah, I'll hit the ground for sure. No, it's not happening. <laughs> no, I can. Look, it was that packed. There was, there was no way you were hitting the floor. Screaming cats, they were going off. Yeah. Imagine if it was someone, the other band. Uh, Anything you want to say before band. we wrap up? What's your finest memory of that year? Oh. I know there's a lot. Um, as you said, like we've talked about coming to Newcastle, catching up with um, old thorns, um, meeting new thorns. Um, <laughs> you know, same for you, Brett. Um, 
the highlights of playing together um, and then getting to where you did and, and what you were a part of and what you achieved. And, you know, then the celebrations, as I said, that was just crazy, you know, chaotic um, in a good way. So is there anything when you, when you when, as I said, it's been 25 years, but when you reminisce, is there, is there one point or one thing you ever think about? Pride, but a lot of laughter and take the people on the journey. Tell you the truth, I'm not the type of person where it should happen the following year and it should have happened oh, the following yeah. year. We yeah. should have been able should have been able to be <clears throat> kept together. If we were able to keep together, we would have, would have, we would have built something. Really, like, I'll just put it this way: we nearly did it the following year, but if we had Leo in it, we do it. You know, we went back to backs, yeah. and we give a shot at Broncos. You know, the real winners of each, both comps. Yeah, I don't know. It just—it's funny. It, it just—you know—it's my third stint back to Newcastle. It's sort of meant to be here, and I came back here last year, and this year I live a twenty-five-year anniversary. Mm. What happened back then? Mm. Um, yeah, it's just nice to see blokes around. Uh, I don't like to talk a lot of footy because mm. it happened back in that time, uh, and you sort of want to move on to something else. But then I'm going to coach. Uh, an under-16 side this year. Mm. So it's about getting the credibility around the knowledge of football again so that they understand it. And the only way they know they've done it is to relive the highlights. Yeah. But, so you're giving them a different angle. Uh, but, yeah, look, I loved every moment, the the town and the players and the supporters and you meet people on the street. It's funny enough, a bloke come around home uh, putting a couple of gas bottles and his mum's the biggest fan. Uh, guess go to all the games and relives all the old highlights games and I said, What's her name? Give her a number and I'll ring her up and say good day and say so it's nice you can have that there and, yeah. and the kids say, Look, I was only ten when that happened, blah 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 and yeah. you know, but it's it happened a long time ago. Um, maybe thirty five now, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so no, it's um, it's nice to meet people that you haven't met. Yeah. But remember the game of right Yeah. Well boys, um Thank you very much for coming on today. Um, uh, I can say as a community member and as a, uh, a supporter uh, watching that you, I don't know if you've ever been told, but uh, you's having yourselves and Owen, Robbie Owen and, and Jace Moody um, and having that large Aborig Aboriginal contingency in the nights, it just, it also made the community feel a lot more part of the nights but also it made us feel proud um yeah so nice. um just uh yeah so thanks for for all that i mean and all that hard work and you know i know time i can look at both years now and time hasn't been kind years but uh <laughs> no but uh i walk uh, down the street and get called leo now <laughs> I don't know how. But uh thank you very much for coming on today and um uh yeah, uh thank you. Thank you, brother. No worries, brother. Pleasure. Yeah. Hey. We'll have to do it again maybe with Owie next time, eh? Mm, thank you, Leo. <laughs> thank you, Leo. Uh, <laughs> coming into my life, Leo. <laughs>